visitation. Hear the Spirit call. Welcome to another podcast of Dr. Leslie Bakupon. Be blessed as you listen.
you glory, we give you praise. Indeed, you are the King of kings and the Lord of lords, the wonderful counselor, the mighty God, the everlasting Father, and the Prince of peace. Father, we are gathered this morning, and this gathering is unto no other name but unto the name of Jesus. For your word says, wherever two or three are gathered in your name, you are there in their midst. Holy Spirit, we ask that you shall take absolute control. As I'm about to speak your word, may I not speak of my own accord, and may I speak as you grant me utterance. Father, today as the word is about to come forth, let the hearts and the minds of your people be opened. Let the word come forth with power. Let it be a source of encouragement to somebody in the name of Jesus. Take glory, Father. Take glory, Son. Take glory, Holy Spirit. In Jesus' most excellent name, have we prayed with thanksgiving. Amen. Shall we put our hands together for the Lord? Oh, your clap is very, very weak. Hallelujah. You may take your seats. Hallelujah. We bless God for a morning like this. Amen. All right. So, before I proceed with the word, I'll quickly do an introduction. I'm sure you've noticed. You've noticed a, a new occupant of the front seats. For those of you who are new to this church, uh, he is one of our pastors. He is... He's coming from the United States of America. <laughs> and so, let's welcome Pastor William Efa. They want to see your face. Uh, some of them haven't seen your face before. Wow. You are welcome. We are happy to have you. At least for the first time in the history of the church, we have a full complement of our pastors around. Hallelujah. I mean, not presently at this material point in time, but... Hallelujah. We thank God. And you, you'll be hearing more from him. Amen. We're hearing more from him. Alright. I was planning to preach a particular message, but as I got here, you realize I was writing. The message has changed. So, I'll preach the, the new message. Amen. Hallelujah. Oh, the amen is not encouraging. Now. I'll pray and sit down. I say hallelujah. Good. Now you are sounding like early rain service yeah today i want to briefly preach to you on what i've entitled the key of restlessness the key of restlessness hallelujah it's, it's hard to think of restlessness as a key i mean restlessness is supposed to be a negative thing i mean you are supposed to be calm you are supposed to stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. But today I want to show you that for you know the key to the solution of your problem is for you to be restless enough. Hallelujah. Some of you are too comfortable. That's why you are in the kind of situation you are in. And the situation I'm talking about it could be financial, it could be spiritual, it could be anything. There is a key called the key of restlessness that once you take hold of it, it has the capacity to break you out of limitations. Amen. Turn with me to the book of Genesis chapter 27 verse 40. Genesis chapter 27 verse 40. In fact, let's start from 39. Let's start from 39. Now the background to this story is that there were two brothers, in fact, twins. 
and one deceived the other and collected the blessing and so the older one who was originally supposed to have collected the blessing came to the father and said is there not even one more blessing left for me he found himself in a disadvantageous position he had lost an advantage he had an advantage and he had lost the advantage he was the one supposed to have been blessed he was the one supposed to be big but the brother deceived him and collected the blessing and he went to his father crying that father is there not one more blessing left and this is what the father said. said and isaac his father answered and said unto him behold thy dwelling shall be the fatness of the earth and of the dew of heaven from above verse 14 so he was receiving the nkasi, the under of the blessing amen he said and by thy sword shall thou live and serve thy brother I mean, say, hey, is this one to a blessing that your young you serve your younger brother and you will live by the sword that means fighting will never live your life you, you have battles all the time every time you have something you are contending with and shall serve thy brother and it shall come to pass now this was a small window the father presented to him a small window somebody say a window he said and it shall come to pass that when thou shalt have the dominion that thou shalt break his yoke um, give me New King James. Let me see whether it has the word. I want the one that has the word restlessness. When thou has become restless, maybe NIV will do it for me. Ah, New King James. He said, "By your sword you shall live, and you shall serve your brother, and it shall come to pass when you become restless." Somebody say, "When you become restless." Oh, talk to me. Say, "When you become restless, thou shalt break his yoke from your neck." That means that is the window you have been given. You were told that you will serve your brother you will be inferior all the time but this small window is that when you have become agitated enough in your spirit when you have become uncomfortable enough with that situation when you have grown affairs in your spirit to that particular condition you shall break the yoke from off your neck and today i want to speak into somebody's life that may a certain positive kind of of restlessness come upon you may you be restless about the negative situations in your life some of you have limitations that are internally generated internally generated limitations i call them intrinsic limitations in your life they are limitations that are born out of mentalities wrong mentalities mental strongholds some of you you've never seen anybody in your family build a house and so at the back of your mind you are not even dreaming of building a house you have never seen anybody become a pastor in your family anybody serving god in your family and so you don't even dream of such things these are internal limitations when it comes to the limitations of our lives we have the internally generated limitations and the external generated limitations the internal limitations are the ones that we create ourselves the external limitations are the limitations that we don't really have a hand in but are coming from outside and we'll talk about that one too hallelujah but let's deal with the internally generated limitations first some of us is mental strongholds 
you don't believe you can you can get above a certain mark when you're talking about distinction students say oh please ask for me dear <laughs> PPPP pentose phosphate pathway pass 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 that is all I want you even dream of credit distinction internally generated limitations you have brought your mind when it comes to certain things when somebody even prophesies to you that you shall become a millionaire say, mm, 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 mm. I'm sure you saw somebody who looked like me. I've told you before that people have used their own mouths to take themselves out of the blessings of God. Like the apostle Peter. He used his own mouth. He denied Jesus three times. So temporarily, the man was taken out of the apostle's fold. How do I know that? When the angel came and announced to the people that Jesus had resurrected, the Bible said, he said, go and tell the disciples and Peter. Are you getting what I'm saying? That's what the Bible says. Go and tell the disciples and Peter. Isn't Peter supposed to be one of the disciples? But he has used his own mouth three times. They said, you are one of Jesus' people. The same way somebody will come, oh, man of God, say, hey, please, I beg you, me, I'm not a man of God, oh. He said, hey, rich man, no sick any. He said, hey, please, 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 that's for me. I don't even have 50 Ghana CDs in my account. You are using your own mouth to take yourself out of the blessings of God. Hallelujah. Three times, they said, you are, you, are, you are a man of God. You are one of the people following Jesus. He said, no, 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 please. Don't ever say that again in your life. The girl came again, second time. Three times, he used his own mouth to take himself out. So spiritually, as for angels, they, they are, yes, I, yes, I, people. How it is in the spirit, that is how they present it. They don't have an opinion of their own. He came to announce that Jesus has risen. He said, go and tell Peter, the disciples and Peter. He should have just said, go and tell the disciples because Peter is part of it. Go and tell the disciples and Peter. But you see, God being so good, Jesus restored him before he ascended. He used his mouth to three times deny Jesus Christ. And when Jesus was about to ascend, he asked him three times, Simon Peter, do you love me? He answered he asked again do you love me again he asked him do you love me he had to negate what he has said three times by reaffirming his love and his commitment to jesus three times and that was what restored him and brought him to the place where he could lead the new move of god i pray in the name of jesus that any things you have said with your mouth in the past that have taken you out of the will of God and taken you out of the blessing of God. May the Lord give you the chance to restore them today in the name of Jesus. Oh yes, we have limited ourselves with our mouths too much. So some of these limitations I'm talking about are internally generated limitations. And today I pray that you become restless in your spirit. Start seeing yourself beyond what you have ever dreamed. You see, luckily for you, you are dealing with a God that is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, far above what you can ever ask or even think. That is the nature of our God. God is waiting to blow your mind. You are just limiting him by your faithlessness. I've told you before that the reason why Joshua could stand and command the sun and the moon to stop and to stop that their substitution that they are supposed to do around 6 o'clock every day and by the word of a man, that substitution, that, that heavenly, um, what do you call it, mandated substitution was halted. 
the bible said on that day god had a man like he had never had a man before why because he had the audacity to ask god for something he had never seen before today i want to challenge somebody to ask god for something you have never seen before something you have never seen in your family before something you have never seen in ministry before something you have never seen in church before I challenge somebody our God has too much capacity for us to be limiting him with our unbelief it said God had a man like he had never had a man before why because he asked God for something he had never seen before if the man was looking for light to finish the battle he could have asked for the pillar of fire because the Bible said every evening the pillar of fire arrived it came to give them light and also to direct them so he could have asked God for what he has seen before in fact I believe the pillar of fire would have also been a good weapon of warfare can you imagine you are fighting some people and suddenly a pillar of fire appears in fact the fear alone will make you weak and you will be dead by the next blow of a spear but he dared to go beyond the pillar of fire which you were seeing every day there are things you are seeing every day car you are seeing every day marriage you are seeing every day house you are seeing every day uh, job you are seeing every day uh, breakthroughs you are seeing every day i dare somebody today to be restless enough in your spirit begin to dream big begin to see beyond what you have ever seen begin to see beyond the horizon and the god who has the capacity to do exceedingly abundantly and far above what you can ask or think is ever ready to cause it to come to pass i pray that that spirit will well up in you today oh i say i pray that that spirit of restlessness shall well up in you the bible says woe unto them that are at ease in zion some of us are too much at ease in our christianity in in everything it's like we are accepting unacceptable situations in our lives sometimes it's a health condition sometimes it's a financial condition and it's like i it, it's, it's like oh it's fine it's okay today may you get restless that constant pain is not supposed to be in your body that that situation in your family is not supposed to be so i pray that some holy agitation will take place in your spirit today start getting angry with that besetting sin which has become a part of you and it's like you have accommodated it as a pet it's like your pet your personal thing that my sin no get restless in your spirit get agitated in your spirit why are you satisfied with your prayerlessness the fact that when you wake up and you are praying you are always sleeping there is something wrong somewhere some demons are blowing air onto your face and causing you not to be able to pray get restless in your spirit get into warfare mode the bible says we wrestle not against flesh and blood but against principalities against powers against rulers of darkness and against spiritual wickedness seated in high places it's not everything we see with our eyes that are flesh and blood tell somebody get restless tell somebody else get restless it is restlessness that best revival personal revival and corporate revival it takes some people to get restless in their spirit that no the wine has gone down at the wedding at cana the bible said the wine was finished and that is what happens in church sometimes that's what happens in your life sometimes wine is symbolic of the holy spirit sometimes the thing just goes down the excitement is gone the, the, the joy is gone the zeal with which you used to do the things of god is gone and you see in that particular situation it wasn't the big people in the wedding the groom and the main people who initiated the move 
that brought the restoration of the wine it was the ordinary service the, the, the people behind the scene they looked at the thing and said no the wine is finished the excitement in the party is going down let us make a move and cause the wine to come back I pray that God will raise some initiators of change somebody will sit down and say I don't like the state of this my family I must go on my knees and begin to contend in the spirit for my husband for my wife for my children I don't like the way things are going wayward in this home I don't like the way things are going on in the church I don't like the way things are going on in my workplace I need to go down on my knees and begin to contend for things to change somebody say restlessness say restlessness you need to be restless We've accepted too many things. Things that are not supposed to be resident in our lives. We have accepted them. We are dwelling with them. Things that are spewing out invectives at us. Like Goliath. We have become okay with them. We have succumbed to them. The soldiers in the camp of Israel were not restless enough. Look at the giant who comes. And just insults you from morning to evening. Look at you people chicken you call yourself man you are wearing armor for nothing you say you have been trained as soldiers look at you bring one person to come and face me they were not restless enough upon all their badges general brigadier general colonel whatever they were there they didn't have restlessness enough until somebody who had the spirit of god upon him called david came onto the scene he saw the situation and heard how that uncircumcised philistine was speaking against the armies of god he became agitated in his spirit and i pray that god will bring that same agitation into your spirit i don't know what represents a goliath in your life i don't know what is roaring at you i don't know what is threatening your life but today may that spirit that was upon david come upon you the Bible said, I found my servant David and with my holy oil have I anointed him. And today may God anoint you with that spirit of restlessness that when you see situations around you, you will not sit down. When you see situations in your family, you will not sit down. When you see situations in your workplace, you will not sit down. When you see situations in your marriage, you will not sit down. But you will be restless enough to confront those situations and instead of running away from the situation, may you run towards the situation and face it headlong hallelujah we have turned away from too many battles there are some things you need to face them once and for all deal with them once and for all a friend of mine went to visit a friend and there was this medium sized dog in the house there are some dogs they like chasing people anytime they see you and that particular dog anytime the guy comes to the house he would chase the guy and make his life miserable. And one day he went to the house. When they opened the door and the dog saw him, he was like, Ah, you again. I shall chase you. And the dog started running towards him. And he said, Today, my attitude is different. Today, I came with a different spirit. Those days, whenever you started coming, I would turn and run and hide behind the gate. But today, I have decided that as you are running towards me, I shall also run towards you. And we'll see who will turn back. As the dog was coming, he also started running towards the dog. And you can imagine what happened. The dog turned around, put his tail between his legs and fled. That was the last day the dog ever confronted him that way. I pray that God will give you that kind of attitude. 
God will give you that kind of spirit. You have been running away. You have been hiding like somebody who hasn't got the Holy Spirit inside of him. It is time to turn and face the battle. It is time to take the bull by the horns. It is time to face that lion and tear it into pieces. If something by the Spirit of God could take a lion and tear him into pieces and his father and his mother couldn't even know that something had happened, I pray that by the same Spirit of God, whatever is confronting you, as the Bible says, that the enemy walks around like a roaring lion seeking whom we may devour. Whatever is seeking to devour your finances, whatever is seeking to devour your joy, whatever is seeking to devour your progress, today in the name of Jesus, receive the spirit of restlessness, receive the spirit that was upon David, receive the spirit that was upon Samson. May you confront that situation, may you stop being a runner, may you be a confronter and somebody who stands to fight and win. Hallelujah. We have run away for too long. Get restless in your spirit. You have become too much at ease. That situation is not supposed to be so. That thing you are battling with is not supposed to be so. That condition you are battling with is not supposed to be so. And I feel I'm speaking to somebody who is giving up in a battle. I feel I'm speaking to somebody who, who used to have that restlessness, but that restlessness is gone. Today we generate it once again in the name of Jesus. We cause a shaking of the waters of your spirit once again. Uh, just like the angel of the Lord at the pool of Bethesda made the waters uneasy. Today may, may the angel of the Lord stir the waters of your spirit once again. May it stir you into prayer. May it stir you into worship. May it stir you into praise. May it stir you into warfare. Restlessness. So the generals in the army they had become comfortable. Yeah. As for this situation, there's nothing we can do about it. So look at the man's eyes and look at us. Look at the man's record. Undefeated champion. Look at the armor he's wearing. We don't even have any of that. You see, the Bible says in those days, eh, the Philistines had ensured that there was no blacksmith in Israel. That means the Israelites didn't even have metal weapons. Probably maybe it's just a king and a few people. They were using wood to fight. And these Philistines were using metallic things. Higher level weapons. You see, the devil thinks his weapons are superior. But I want to remind you of the scripture that says, the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but are mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. On Wednesday, Pastor Alpha taught you about treasures of our faith. And I think one of the things he mentioned was the name of Jesus. The name of Jesus is more than an intercontinental ballistic missile, which when mentioned in situations, people have been saved from accidents just by saying Jesus. Funny enough, instinctively when there is trouble, that is the name we mention. When things are fine, we don't remember it. May the Lord have mercy upon us. Oh, I said, may the Lord have mercy on you. Yeah. The weapons of our warfare are not carnal. Why should we run away from a battle? It's like allowing an armed robber who is holding a king to arrest you, tie you, and rob you when you have an AK-47 in your hands. Who is supposed to be doing the running? Who is supposed to be doing the begging? 
definitely not the one with the superior weapon and today i want to remind you that our weapons are superior they may not be weapons we see with our eyes we have weapons like the blood of jesus we have weapons like the name of jesus they are weapons that are superior when the name of jesus is mentioned bible has ordered that everything anything that has a name whether it's in heaven or on earth or under the earth must bow down its knees i don't know what it is that is in your life it has a name and once the name of jesus is mentioned it must bow down to its knees it may be chronic poverty it may be chronic indebtedness it may be a besetting sin it may be a sickness that has a name but today we lift up the name of jesus christ the name that is above every other name the name that when mentioned every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess that jesus christ is lord the bible says the name of the lord is a mighty fortress and the righteous shall run into it and they are saved today i recommend to you that mighty fortress that mighty weapon called the name of jesus run into that tower and be saved from whatever the enemy has in store for you people were comfortable with their situation until David arrived on the scene and that restlessness should be upon anybody who has the spirit of God upon his life you don't see situations and conform no you see as a believer you are not a thermometer we have thermometer believers the thermometer adjusts to the temperature of its environment and it reflects the temperature of the environment that's why you use the thermometer to read temperature but there is something called a thermostat somebody say a thermostat i pray that you'll be a thermostat believer the thermostat is a temperature regulator the, the thermostat determines the temperature of its environment it doesn't adapt to the temperature of it if you are in a place of idol worship you don't adapt to that if you are in a place where there is a lot of immorality you don't adapt to that as a thermostat believer you must start regulating the temperature of the place determine the temperature of the place today may you determine the spiritual temperature in your home hallelujah david got that and said ah why are you people sitting down and allowing this situation to just cow all of you then why have you come here then go home why are you called generals why are you called soldiers why did you attend Saul's military academy he didn't attend any military academy he was at the backside of a desert tending sheep but you see he had had encounters and spiritual times with God because he said you see his training was not in the military academy he said Lord you have taught my hands to war and my fingers to fight God himself taught him in the backside of the desert by bringing a bear one day and the Bible said the spirit of the Lord came upon him. He took the bear, tore it into pieces and released the lamb. A lion came another day. He tore him into pieces, released the lamb. And when he went in front of Saul and asked him for permission to go to fight that uncircumcised Philistine, Saul said, you don't have any training. What is your CV? What is your track record? He said, one day a bear came. I dealt with him another day a lion came i dealt with him the same god who delivered me from the hand of the lion and the same god who delivered me from the hand of the bear will deliver me from this uncircumcised philistine today i want to generate something in your spirit that the same god who took you through that situation two years ago 
the same God who came through for you when you were sick the last time the same God who provided the last time when you were broke the same God who exonerated you when that person tried to paint you black that same God he is still alive he's a God who never sleeps he's the God who is the same yesterday today and forever he shall come through for you once again if you believe that is your person shout amen Is that the same God? The same God. And Saul said, Okay, your CP is impressive. But let me give you my armor. Go and fight with my armor. Out of respect, he wore it. But the thing was oversized. The Bible said, In the whole of Israel, from shoulder upwards, there was nobody like Saul. Tallest man in, in, in Israel. So I'm sure the sleeves were some way he was looking very, very like a scarecrow. I told him, I'm, I'm sorry. This is your thing. I cannot fight in it. That's not how I was trained. You trained your people in a military academy with that. But as for me, I come with a weapon of faith. I come in the name of the Lord my God. So with all due respect, commander-in-chief of the army, you can have your armor. It was an honor getting the chance to wear it. But I shall do it my way. Hallelujah. Sometimes we try to fight in other people's armor. We try to be like other people. We try to be other people. And we lose battles. We are not able to progress simply because you are looking at somebody and trying to be like somebody. Tell somebody, be yourself. Be yourself. Be yourself. Be yourself. He got to the battleground and Goliath saw him. Like, ah! You people, are you insulting me? Bring me a proper soldier, this small boy. But he didn't know the man was carrying the spirit of restlessness. And that is what you need to bring down giants. That is what you need to bring down chronic situations. He said, how can you bring this little boy to come and fight me? And the Bible said, he cursed David by his God. David said, I do not come to you in my own name, but in the name of the Lord of hosts. Whatever is confronting you, you are not confronting it in your own name. You are not confronting it in your own capacity. You come in the name of a God who is way bigger than you. A God that is standing behind you, way bigger than you, way stronger than you. And I've told you before, that was the mistake Goliath made. By turning the battle into a supernatural battle. Maybe if he had come to fight David straight away, he would have won. But he cursed David by his gods. He invoked spirits. He invoked evil spirits. He invoked demonic spirits. And that was where the battle changed. From a battle between David and Goliath into a battle between the God of David and the God of Goliath. Hallelujah. Oh, today switch that battle into the realm of the supernatural. You have been fighting in the physical for too long. You have been accusing people for too long. You have been trying the arm of flesh for too long. It's time to switch the battle into the realm of the supernatural. And that is where we have an advantage as believers. That is our home ground. That is our home ground. When it is not working in the physical, turn it into the supernatural. That is our home ground. Deal with it from a spiritual point of view. Stop fighting human beings and doing true and this and this and this and you and this and this. Deal with it from the realm of the supernatural. With one stone, a whole undefeated champion. 
was down on his face. First round of the battle, he fell face down, which even defies the laws of physics. Because if the stone had enough force to enter his head with his height and his center of gravity, he's supposed to fall backwards. True or false? But he fell forwards. Why? Because there was an invisible hand. Hallelujah. There was an invisible hand involved in this battle. And today we invoke that invisible hand in your situation. That situation that in the natural seems too difficult for you. That same invisible hand that pushed Goliath forward. That same invisible hand that when the God of Goliath was placed in front of the, 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 the Ark of the Covenant caused the God of Goliath to fall flat on his face. And by the next day when they came, his head was off. That same hand pushed Goliath forward first. And by the time the battle was over, Goliath's head was off. It should tell you that that battle had the handwriting of the God of David. It wasn't David fighting. It was the God of David fighting. And today, may your God fight for you. May, may the God that, that, that is bigger than every other thing. He's bigger than what people say. The God of war. The God who knows no defeat. The El Elohim. The, the, the Jehovah Rapha. The Jehovah Shammah. The, the, the Jehovah Shikenu. The one with many names. The one who is crowned with many crowns. Everyone else can have just one crown. But the Bible said he will crown him with many crowns. Because he has so many attributes. He is so diverse that he calls himself I am. That means you can be whatever you want him to be. When you are in need, he becomes Jehovah Jireh. When you are sick, he becomes Jehovah Rapha. When, when you need direction, he becomes Jehovah Rohi, the Lord, your shepherd. You are dealing with an unlimited God. A God who cannot be stopped by space. A God who cannot be stopped by time. A God who cannot be stopped by circumstances. A God who can live in the present, the past, and the future at the same time. He is the God that cannot be limited by any human intentions. Today, surrender the battle unto that God. Take that battle over unto that God. You have been fighting with your own strength for too long. You have been you have been at ease for too long. Today, let a certain restlessness be agitated in your spirit. A restlessness for war. A restlessness not to accept the situation as it is. Today, in the name of Jesus, receive an impartation of that spirit of holy restlessness of that spirit of holy agitation lift up your voice and beginning to begin to pray begin to agitate in your spirit declare in the name of jesus that the spirit of restlessness is coming upon you that situation must change that situation must give way to the will of god that situation must bow to the word of god that situation must respond to the will of God. It is not the will of God. It is not what God intends it to be. You have been comfortable with that situation for too long. That health situation, that financial situation, the joblessness, the indebtedness. You have been comfortable with it for too long. But as the Bible says, when you shall become restless, you shall break the show from off your neck. Today receive that spirit of restlessness in the name of Jesus. That family situation must change. That health situation must change. Oh, that difficult situation must change. That thing that gives you sleepless nights, it must change. That thing that keeps you awake at night, that thing that when you remember, suddenly it takes your happiness away. Oh, let the spirit of restlessness be generated in your spirit. Let the spirit of the warrior come upon you. Let the spirit of the fighter come upon you. 
in Zion. Today we cease to be at ease. Today we cease to be at ease. We receive the spirit of restlessness. We are getting agitated in our spirit. That family situation must change. That situation in our eyes must change. Let the spirit that was upon Samson that made him take the jawbone of his eyes and he slew one thousand men. Let the spirit that came upon Samson for him to cut three hundred forces, tie torches to their tails, and send them into the camp of the enemy. Let the same spirit that came upon Tethys for him to turn a lion into pieces. That same spirit that came upon Elijah for him to run ahead of the king's army. Oh, that same spirit is at work in you. You have become too comfortable with your academic situation. You have become too comfortable with the state of your marriage. You have become too comfortable with the state of your children. But today, let the holy anger, let the holy anger prepare for war.
trust you have been blessed by this message. For more information, reach us on 024-873-7250 or on our Facebook page, The Overflow Worship Center. Stay blessed. Overflow! 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 Overflow!